You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks. And Zach Bechtold. And today we have uh, two very special guests with us, uh, a couple of friends of ours. We have a uh, returning guest, Chris Wilterdink, and uh, we have a very special guest here for the first time as I hit my microphone, uh, Sabrina Mama Short. And we're glad to have you guys with us. Uh, they've put a book together, and uh, it's coming out, and we've had them on to, um, to, to talk to us a little bit. So before we get too deep into the book, um, we'd love to have you guys uh, introduce yourselves, tell us who you are, what you do, and kind of where you're from and all those things. So, uh, Sabrina, if you'll, you'll tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, thank you guys for having me on. I'm excited. I'm a fan. Um, I'm Sabrina Short. Uh, I'm from the Louisiana Conference. I live in New Orleans, Louisiana. My husband's a pastor. Um, and uh, I'm in radio sales here. I do a lot in my district, in my conference around youth ministry, um, and I just serve. I serve. When I'm called, I show up and show up. <laughs> and I'm Chris Wilterdink, and I'm the Director of Program Development in the United States for Young People's Ministries. We are a part of uh, Discipleship Ministries here in Nashville, Tennessee which is one of the general agencies of the United Methodist Church. Wonderful. Thanks for being on, guys. Uh, I had the opportunity to, uh, uh, Matt and I had the opportunity to meet Chris through uh, Global uh, Young People's Convocation uh, in the Philippines. We uh, survived a, a typhoon with them and uh, those kinds of things. And I had the opportunity to meet um, and work with both Chris and Sabrina on Youth 15. And um, that kind of moves us into y'all's book idea. Uh, and what's coming out? Because as as I understand it, that's that's where this come from came from, isn't it? Wonderful. There's head shakes, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's affirmation yeah, for you yeah. in Radio Land. They shook their head yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, theme so. of um, the youth 20, 2015 was go on, and so throughout this experience, we were challenging young people to take the things that they learn. Um, and not just leave them there in Orlando, but take them with them. So Chris was like, well, how, what can we do to not only challenge people to go on, but, you know, give them some tools and resources that help them sort of implement what they learn and put into practice what they learn long after the conference is over. I love it. That's exactly right. And uh, Sabrina and I got to, uh, um, dive really deep into um, the speakers that we had from Youth 2015. So um, that idea of going on was really specifically related to um, acts of piety and acts of mercy. So things we do to show our love for God, things we do to show our love for neighbor. Um, and then like Sabrina said, be really intentional about um, practical hands-on things that we can do to put that into practice because the more we practice, the better at it we get. Um, and if we write it down, then sure enough, we'll be able to pay attention to what some of our spiritual growth looks like. 
So what, what were some of the things, you know, I got, I got to work with you guys uh, on U15 and, and help write some of the curriculum and things like that. Uh, and so I'm, I'm familiar at the very least with the concept of, of what y'all are doing. Um, but as you, as you um, dig deeper into what, what all of that was and, and kind of the going on theme and, and with the speakers, and did you have the opportunity to dive in with the youth that were there at U15 and kind of get their perspective of what was going on uh, as they went home? I was really yeah, fortunate. Oh, well, <laughs> I was really fortunate. I got to hang out with the production team. I was on the communication team um, for U2015. So I got to really be on the ground um, with the production team that did a lot of the sort of um, end of the day wrap ups and a lot of the interviews with the youth. Um, I was hanging out with Upper Room uh, and got to see some of the interviews that kids or and, and their youth leaders um, got to share, you know, what their spiritual journey was like and what they were learning and gaining um, from the conference and what they hope to do moving forward. So some of them made commitments on video about what they wanted to bring with them when they leave and carry on. Um, so I got to really be on the ground and be a part of the energy and the life of the conference and really hear from people about you know, how they want to take the information that they learn and really incorporate it into their daily lives. Yes. Awesome. Sabrina, awesome <laughs> <job>. <laughs> yeah, all those things that Sabrina said. And uh, she was really, really great as a part of the, uh, the crew that was collecting some of those stories. Um, I think we've all been to different events, uh, whether they are conference events or retreats or even like mission or service experiences that kind of are like that spiritual peak, that spiritual high kind of a thing. Um, and then you come home and you get back into whatever it is that you were doing before. Um, and that's not really a recipe for sustained change or sustained growth, you know? Um, so that was really the uh, the stories that youth came out of Orlando with really inspired a lot of the work that uh, Sabrina and I got to do together. Yeah, that mountaintop. We talked a lot about that mountaintop experience. And, you know, um, the other thing about the youth uh, 2015 is um, the youth gatherings are once every four years, you know. So that's a big gap in between. Some of them are beginning to develop you know they're early on in their spiritual journey some are um you know have been in the church their whole life um and so the thing i love about this resource is it kind of meets young people and, and adults alike where they are in their spiritual journey say okay how can we take you where we are and really like the book is titled build that muscle build that spiritual muscle and grow you from where you are and and give you some tools where you can monitor that and see that growth and, and really be able to measure it even. Um, we always talk about meet people where they are, but where are they really? And can people really self-identify where they are spiritually? Um, and so it gives a lot of tools to kind of gauge and measure and sort of track um, your progress and your growth. And I love that about, about the resource. Yeah, actually, uh, Sabrina, if it's okay, I'd like to kind of piggyback on that a little bit. Sorry, Matt and Zach, um, you can ask questions and, you know, tell us what to say too. But um, one of the parts of the resource that's really cool, uh, so it's a six-week thing, and each of the six weeks looks at different 
tangible actions that you can do. Uh, but there's an appendix in the back for, for youth leaders uh, who, or whoever's going to guide the conversation. And we used a couple of different scales. Um, some of them are like the same scales that would have been used in Sticky Faith um, from the Fuller Youth Institute. Um, but like a faith maturity scale, a religious behavior scale, uh, and then personal holiness and social activity, uh, social holiness activity trackers, um, which have been really well used and documented to be able to show, yeah, these are the markers of somebody who's spiritual, spiritually mature. Um, and it would give somebody who's leading a group using this material a real fixed idea of where their group is starting and where their group ends up after six weeks, which I think is pretty cool. Um, some of the new ones that we built just for this resource um, are the church familiarity scale and the community familiarity scale. Um, and it goes to Sabrina's point about like, okay, so we're going to meet you where you are, but, but where are you? Um, so, you know, taking the time to ask young people what they already know about their church, uh, who they already know in their church, uh, and then the same questions for the community. Uh, because if there's no knowledge there, if there's no relationship, um, then the learning is going to be really short-sighted and incomplete because so much of it is based on relationships and connections within a community. Yeah, I was actually I was looking through the document that you sent us um, beforehand, and um, this actually looks like this would be a great sermon series material for a whole church congregation uh, to explore, um, and especially in this whole uh, culture that's been created around um, fitness. You know, you've got the biggest loser and all those things that this could be something that like a whole congregation may want to tackle on and kind of maybe an intergenerational kind of deal where you sit down and, and you talk about where, you know, I mean, it's just what I've been able to see. I have, you know, I don't have the book yet. And, um, you know, I think it would be something that would be a great resource um, for a church wide study to, to really explore that as, as I've just kind of glanced through what you all sent us. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. And uh, you know, we were really bummed that the name CrossFit was taken. Burr, burr. <laughs> <laughs> cross it that, that would have been fun you could uh i mean just shock the muscles right shock the spiritual well, muscle just copyright to, laws and you know things like that come on it was not in the cards <laughs> but if you spell Man. it with a k could you <laughs> there you go or or if you just like if, if you know you get your good graphic designer not me and they just put a cross and a fit under it and that that's you know it's like prince it's just a symbol right <laughs> I mean, Gotta get creative, man. And if we really use the language of the day, it would be two emojis. It'd be a cross. That's right. And, a emoji. <laughs> and, and the little, the strong emoji, right? Yeah. <laughs> See, you guys just need to bring us on. We'll be your graphic designer, you know. I'm, I'm realizing that I should unmute myself when I laugh. So. <laughs> Please do. In the actual uh, episode, it sounds as though I am laughing with you. Yes. <laughs> we, we'll sweeten the pot later. We have uh, pre-recorded laughs that we put in. <laughs> Claps. And claps, yes, claps. yes, uh, it, it, and it's all because our wives don't think we're funny, so we have to add that stuff in. Uh. <laughs> well, to, Matt, to go to your point about you know maybe some intergenerational stuff or some church-wide stuff, um, one of the parts that Sabrina and I are really proud of is the student journal um, that comes along with it. Um, it's a separate downloadable PDF, um, something that a a church could print up. You know, um, trying to keep that as affordable as possible. Um, and that journal, you know, kind of reviews the lesson for the week um, or the session that you just covered, but then also really is, is taken from that fitness idea that 
if you write down a goal or you write down what you're doing in order to grow, it gives you the chance to reflect and really understand what, what growth you are experiencing, right? Um, and so that student journal is a really, really neat piece uh, and actually is split up into three different levels of activity, um, kind of a beginner and intermediate and an advanced, you know, so whether somebody is new to a church or new to uh, Christianity, or um, it's the youth group kid that does all the things, right? Um, somebody who's in choir and somebody who's there on Sunday mornings and Sunday nights and Wednesdays and, da, 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 you know, um, there's different levels that people can tackle for all sorts of stuff. No, and I love that. That's one of the things that um, I thought was really cool that you did with Youth 15 curriculum is because uh, we sent out the pre, uh, pre-event stuff. And uh, that was one of the things that was really important, important for me it, moving into that. But uh, the, way, the way that you set it up was um, you had just kind of the general information. Here's the general layout. Um, here's kind of what you need to know if you need to know anything before you get here. But with that, there was a companion piece that was digging deeper. Um, if you want to dig deeper. So, you know, you, we, we had some levels there for um, not just assuming people are all in the same place. And, and, and what I see with what you guys, what you and Sabrina have done with this book is, is identified that, yeah, we're going to meet you where you are, but we don't know where you are. So here are some options. Um, and when you look at intergenerational ministry, even just within youth ministry, uh, you know, sixth grade through 12th grade, those are different places. Uh, and so being able to have that and being able to translate that in from um, children to youth to adults to, uh, you know, your elders of the church, I think that's a really great idea. Yeah, and the, uh, the way that the resource is written, um, each of the chapters uh, or each of the sessions is split between a coach's playbook and a trainer's playbook. Um, and there's a difference between a trainer and a coach. Um, if you've ever done anything remotely athletic, you know, including like <laughs> kickball games. Um, a trainer, right? A trainer is someone that is doing the workout with you. Um, they are in the trenches. They are doing everything that you are doing. Um, they know from experience how to do um, what they're asking you to do. Um, and so the trainer's script sections are like basically very detailed um, uh, examples of how to lead the group through almost like a script that a leader could follow. Um, the coach's playbook then um, is taken from the, uh, the perspective of a coach, you know, somebody that sees a little bit more of the bigger picture, um, needs to be inspirational, um, needs to be able to have some creative control over what they want to present and how they want to engage the material. Um, so the coach's playbook really is, um, you know, highlights of each of the sessions that then give a lot of freedom to um, the leader to modify it for their group as they see fit. So um, if it's somebody that is so unfamiliar with the kind of material we're covering, I would encourage them to use the trainer script. Um, if it's somebody who's uh, pretty familiar with it and really wants to put their own stamp and their own twist on the, on the resource, take the coach's playbook and then, you know, put those plays together in a way that works. Um, and understand, you know, that there is a need for both trainers and coaches, right? Like there's for people who can see the big picture and inspire others to great things. And uh, there's also a need for people who are trainers um, that are in deep personal relationship with young people and are willing to do the same things that they're asking young people to do. That's awesome. I, I love that. that. That's been one of the struggles um, 
that just I have in ministry in general, but especially youth ministry, uh, finding a, a curriculum that works or even giving curriculum to adult Sunday school teachers, um, you know, whoever's teaching. Um, and they just get so focused on, well, this is what it says. This is what's in the black and white. And I, I've got to read it. I've got to say it. I've got to do this. But that freedom to go, oh, hey, you know, they're, they're even telling me in this book that I can deviate from the, that I can take and mold this and make it and shape it around my group instead of shaping my group around this book. I, I think that's uh, phenomenal. It's a great idea. Yeah, Sabrina really had some some great uh, ideas about that from the very start of things, right? Um, because as the United Methodist Church, we're you know very diverse, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Around the world, um, culturally very, very different in some places. And so having that freedom um, to contextualize what we're going after uh, was really, really important. Um, especially because it's all based on the idea of, you know, serving God and serving neighbor. Um, that's a pretty universal thing. Um, yeah. but how we do it and what's going to be best for your community um, really should involve the leadership there. Right, Sabrina? You have the freedom to really um, incorporate what is relevant for you, where you are, and the people that you are serving and leading. Um, so I, I like the idea of um, building and, and flexibility and the curriculum is open and it also is specific so you can follow the guidelines if that's what works for you or you can be open to create and build on what you have did I answer that I'm sorry did I answer you did that? no you did <laughs> that was perfect <laughs> clap that automatic clap that's right <laughs> you know as, as you guys are putting this together um you know i guess um you know tell us about that process how you all kind of put that all together and work together because i know um you know writing a book is, is difficult in its own right but then when you add other minds into it um i'm sure um it was a struggle um you know just you know, share with us that experience and how that went for you all as you were putting this uh, resource together. I think for me, um, the speakers, uh, you know, the, the, the really awesome thing about Youth 2015 were, was the speakers uh, and the diversity, the, the perspectives, um, the energy, um, all of the messages that came from that main stage were so powerful. And we wanted to see how we can utilize the, the, that information, those clips, those, those motivational moments, those inspirational moments, and how do we bring that to not only the people who attended, but the people who didn't go. Um, and so we started sort of with this, with the, how do we pull from these messages uh, from this main stage? And we really come through the video, like minute by minute, second by second what do people need to hear um, who weren't there? And, and what do people need to be reminded of um, who were there? Um, and so we sort of combed through this, these uh, hours of footage and identified specifically, what do we want to build on? And so we took that footage and said, okay, we're gonna wrap our curriculum around these pieces um, and make sure that whatever that message was we're gonna sort of tag that to the theme tag that to that sort of those spiritual disciplines and then also wrap around this sort of uh curriculum of practicing and growing together and moving together 
Um, but it all started from that powerful main stage. And even today, I'm still getting uh, comments from people about how, how you 2015 had changed your life. Um, and so I'm glad that we were able to sort of capture that and put that in a tool and a resource for people to continue to be, um, you know, encouraged by it. One of the early things that Sabrina did that was super duper helpful um, was basically breaking each session down into a couple of components, right? So like every, every session was put together the same way. Like this is the video clip, this is the scripture, um, this is the reflection piece, um, this is what should be motivational, and then this should be your spiritual workout during the week, you know? Um, so she made this great grid um, that would look really terrible if I had a visual version of it because it was like an Excel spreadsheet, right? Um, but it was like, you know, here's the sessions and here's the components and we're going to plug each of these in here. And so you can see this thread that goes across all six um, of the sessions. And that was a really, really cool way to organize stuff from the beginning. Um, part of the challenge, um, Matt, like, like you were saying, um, when you put several heads together is, you know, how do you stay focused on the end goal or, or the thing that you're trying to create? Um, and that model of consistency to be able to bring us back to say, okay, is whatever we're writing matching this grid that we agreed on at the very beginning um, or not really helped us through the, the writing process. Um, and then the editing process is its own animal that like, just takes forever. Um, and God bless the people that like to you know, look for where the Oxford commas should go and all those kinds of things. Um, but that's a, a totally different animal. <laughs> Yeah, that, that flat plan, it's uh, in the book on the last page. And for the people who do need to, you know, specifically see where am I going and what am I doing for six weeks? Okay, here's your scripture. This is what we're going to focus on with this scripture. Okay, and from that scripture, we're going to have a discussion about it. Um, here's the video that's going to inspire you and motivate you. Here is, you know, the, the theological foundation. Um, for for that that you know that lesson, um, and then from there, how do we you know practice that, and what do we do on our own when we leave this group? And every single session has that, like uh, Chris was saying, that framework um, that allows people to see exactly uh, how they can build these muscles from week to week, and and, and practice their faith from week to week. And again, it goes back to that diversity. You have the framework and you can weave in other things, other resources, other tools, other activities. Um, some of our youth directors are so creative and they can come up with these really cool activities on, uh, that are probably not even in the book. Um, that would be a, a great addition and supplement to you know, what we already wrote. So it's so flexible, but yet there's that structure there to help guide you, to give you insight on, you know, where you're going and, and what the end goal is, like uh, Chris said. I love that. So, so if there's one thing, um, gosh, you know, and I, I know it's a six-week study and it kind of builds on, on each other, but if there's one thing just to, um, uh, for our listeners or, or those who, who are going to take this book and uh, take it and teach it, if there's one thing that you, you hope they pull out of it, what is that? Hmm. I guess um, 
I would say that your faith does not begin and end, right? So even though the book has six sessions, uh, it has these activities uh, that go from week to week, um, I would say, you know, even at the end of the six, the six weeks, you may want to come back to it again and, 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 and say, okay, I, I need to get a refresher, just like with um, boot camp, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you've ever been to like a, a exercise boot camp, uh, you know, you commit to, you know, working out and sticking to the regimen and you're, you know, you're tracking your calories and, you know, you have your accountability group and, you're, how did you do this week? You know, right? And then right around Thanksgiving, <laughs> the diet goes out of the window, the exercise goes out of the window. I want turkey, I want cranberry sauce and dressing. Because, okay, what do I do after Thanksgiving? Okay, I need to get back with it again, right? And so that's kind of what our spiritual journey is like, right? We, we work really hard, we're focused, and there are times that we fall off. We're human beings. There are times that we uh, don't practice, uh, uh, you know, what we should be practicing every week. We, we don't study as often, we don't worship as often, we don't uh, serve as often as maybe we should or could. Um, and so, you know, I would say spiritual journey is for your life. And uh, even though this six weeks begins and ends think of it as a lifelong journey how do, can you continue these practices even if you fall off even if you don't do what you're supposed to do or could do um you can always come back and and get back on track i would uh that's a great answer and i totally mm -hmm. agree um I would say if there was one thing to pull out, it would it would be that uh, I would want you to feel challenged in the resource because we all have a tendency to do the things that we're best at already. Uh, you know, like if you go to a gym and you see people that just work out their upper body, right? And they've got the little chicken legs. Um, <laughs> they've got these massive shoulders and these huge biceps and everything. And then they're wearing shorts and they're like on these little, like, you know, <laughs> in our spiritual lives, we kind of, you know, like, you know, I was part of a youth ministry that the best thing that we did was our service and mission stuff, by far the best. And so we wanted to do more of that. Uh, but because we did so much of that, we weren't as great about prayer. We just weren't. Um, we weren't great. Um, we were terrible, actually, at worship. Um, we were not good about being a part of the whole church and being in worship places. So, you know, part of it is to look at it and say, oh, wow, you know, so I should feel good about the things that I do now and I do great at now. Um, but man, I, I sure don't do contemplative prayer very much. Um, I sure don't fast much. I wonder if I should try that or get better at that. You know what I mean? Um, so I would want to take people to take away that challenge and to look at their faith as a well-rounded thing and say, oh yeah, there's, there's always some stuff I can work on that goes to Sabrina's point about not beginning and not ending. Well, um, you know, as, as I've been looking, I mean, like I said, I'm kind of still looking at the, I'm kind of excited about this. I think this would be oh, a yeah. cool, like um, start of the year sermon series, maybe mm -hmm. for the church and to be engaged as a whole um, to kind of kick off the year. Right. Um, you know, um, it, it, there looks like to be some, I'm, I'm kind of excited. I can't wait to get my hands on the book to actually like dive into it and, and pick it apart. Cause it looks like a great resource 
uh, that you all are providing. Um, and so we want to, you know, uh, just like everything, we want to make sure that people actually, you know, go check this stuff out. Um, th this actually looks like a really good resource to use for, um, to, to help strengthen, um, strengthen the kingdom. And so, uh, you know, we thank you for uh, your time uh, and Sabrina and uh, Chris uh, for coming on today. Um, we want to, um, Zach, is there anything else you need to add before I go into the like flash spiel? No, no. You, you guys have an open invitation to come and be with us anytime. Talk about anything. We love having y'all on. I, I do want to add, um, I, I was off for a second. My computer kind of crashed a little bit. Um, but uh, did you guys talk about the Faith Minder Journal at all? You did? Yeah, I just want to remind people that that, uh, that tool comes with um, the book. And it's a great um, companion to the book to kind of help you write down and journal and track um, your thoughts and your feelings. Um, and don't just feel uh, that you're just going to write. If you're a writer, write. If you're an artist, draw, you know, uh, doodle, doodle, <laughs> you know, but it can be used as a great companion uh, to the book. So I want to remind people about that when they purchase the book to also get to write the book. Right. No, that's great. Thank you. Well, we want to thank uh, Chris and uh, Serena for their time uh, today. Uh, but, you know, we just like every time uh, that we meet, um, we want to encourage you to, you know, go on our website. We've got some great content up. Um, I can't remember when this airs. I think it's like in the middle of June. Um, yeah, it's middle of June. And, uh, and so there's, uh, we've got some great stuff planned. Um, we've had some great speakers the last, uh, actually like this last month, we've had some great guests on, on the show and we've had some great conversation and we want to continue the conversation. And so uh, part of the way of continuing the conversation is like our, like our Facebook, like uh, subscribe to our YouTube page, um, go and buy um, at least a coffee mug or a great t-shirt um, to, uh, you know, shameless plugging is not a bad thing. Um, and uh, we just want to thank, thank Chris and Sabrina again for their time. Uh, for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold, and thanks for checking us out. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening and we hope that you share our content online uh, through Facebook and social media. And we hope that you check out our uh, Beardcast store at beardedtheologians.com and pick up some great Bearded Theologians gear. We hope you have a good day. We can't put that in the bloopers. That's not good.